week we had uh, you know a married couple talking I asked some of the singles not these guys maybe one of them did they learn anything they said yes so if you're married doesn't mean you won't learn something tonight today as a matter of fact I think you're going to learn a few things that you need to hear you really need to hear this and 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 I'm not going to uh, I'm not going to preach because because this morning Steve already did and he'll probably do it again knowing him he watch out he gets fired up look out he gets fired up but uh, so these are our singles and uh, and not our only singles um, but I honestly I, I, I gotta say that I chose them because I believe that they are mature that they understand God uh, and they've been through some things in life and and they're singing so I think they're gonna give us some wisdom just uh, you know introduce yourself and tell us what you do you know sure hi everyone uh, my name is Steve uh, I'm originally from Surabaya so there's people here from Surabaya yeah we won't hold that again <laughs> all right so I'm working in a beauty and uh, entertainment industry uh, I've been 15 months being um, in this part of this family and joining this ministry for about four months and I'm happy to be in this family thank you Amen. Amen. hello everyone my name is Natalie I was born and raised up in Bali I currently work as a small clothing manufacturing manager and since two years ago I recently I mean uh, I ventured out as public speaker so I teach communication and public speaking and then I've been a member of ICIFJF for the past uh, six or seven years and I'm so grateful to be part of this community Natalie I have to ask you a question uh, so you you do uh, um, masters Toastmasters right yes and you won uh, quite a uh, prestigious award yeah how far up did you go praise God uh, last year I went to quarterfinals Qu quarterfinals yeah of the world yeah so it's Asia Pacific wow quarterfinals of Asia Pacific. that's why her English is better than mine anyways <laughs> okay hi everyone my name is Aldo I uh, I'm from Probolingo it's a small city in East Java uh, and I'm doing t-shirt printing uh, just a small business and then I also work in ICC IFCF Valley too. Yeah, uh, uh, Aldo is our, um, uh, what are we calling you? We don't even have a title for you yet, really. Uh, executive Director, uh, uh, so I guess that's the title. Sounds like a good title, we'll give that you that title. No raise, but that's the title, yeah. <laughs> Hi everyone, my name's Jess and I was born in Jakarta but raised in Australia, so apologies in advance for the accent. Um, I have my own business. I'm a, a, a digital strategist, and we do B2B uh, lead generation, sales, and marketing. We had to laugh because this morning, you know, I'm sure many people speak Indonesian to you, yeah? yeah. Uh, I got the Indonesian surname. It's just to trick everybody. Yeah. <laughs> what did you say? You were yellow on the outside? Banana? Banana. A banana. Banana. Yellow on the outside, white on the inside. Ah, like a banana. Okay, I got it now. I get it now. Since nobody said shalom, I will say shalom. Hi, <laughs> I'm Claudia and uh, I come from Makassar and I work, just like Natalie, I have a small manufacturing, um, but maybe smaller than her. <laughs> uh, and also recently I teach mental wellness in two schools and I've been in ICC IFGF for the past six, seven years probably. Seven years, yeah. 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 <laughs> Well, we didn't give claps to everyone else. Why do we, you know, she just introduced herself so well. Yeah. Very well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, hi, I'm Arnold from Bali. Yeah, there you go. Arnold. Wedding MC. What else do you want to know? 
I run a small coffee shop, and that's it. I've been here for as long as I can remember. I've been annoying Pastor Don for the past 10 years, I think. You know, Aldo and Aldo, Arnold and I have known each other, oh boy. You were 18 Decade. years old when I met you, I think. 19, 20, 19. Something. somewhere yes. in there. Yes, yeah. yes. And you said, it, it, I know that Rachel invited you to ICC. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rachel in the back. Thank you. For and, she, and you said you didn't want to go. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure because ICC actually did not, like, did not look like a church back then. Everybody, like, you know, the worship leader has tattoo, you know. Everyone is so chill and all that. It doesn't look like church that I know. So it's interesting. All right, well, today we're talking about, obviously, just like last week, we're talking about uh, joy and joy in relationships, joy while while you're single. And so how many here would say that their joy level is like five and above? Raise your hand if it's five and above. Uh, Six and above. Seven and above. Whoa. Eight and above. Okay, nine and above. That's only because... That's only because Arnold did some drugs this morning. I think hey! so. Yeah, she ate a lot. He ate a lot of candy. Dude, he ate a lot of candy. He ate a lot of candy. Yeah. So, yeah, they did. I have another question. How, how was your joy level like during some of the darkest uh, parts of the pandemic? How many would say that their joy level was the same? How many say it was? Oh, go ahead. I would say my joy level has actually increased <laughs> during pandemic. Because there was no, I mean, less human interaction, right? So sometimes we felt pressured because of society pressure, because of peer pressure. Ah. Since we're just stuck at home, I felt like I'm happy with just being myself. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we, we're not going to play around because I don't want to take too much time, but I mean, I want to jump right in. So. Last week, uh, I've got a little ring here in this. Can you guys turn that down a little bit? Uh, last week, we talked and we asked the question, you know, how or do you find joy in marriage? And actually, if you remember, Viola said something quite interesting. She said that she, would, she had a lot of joy before she got married, going into marriage. She actually, like, after the first three years, she lost all her joy. Whoa. So how, um, basically, the question is, is like, how, as a, as a, as a single... Uh, how do you find joy or you know you are joyful but like what are the advantage you find uh, I'll say it this way better question what are the advantages to being single over being when you look at the married couples Um, I think being single is you have a lot of time for yourself and I think this is the moment that I really enjoy my my time and also like get along with a lot of uh, friends uh, relatives family and I can do whatever I want I want to meet this person I want to I want to go to watch movie I can do whatever I want and I really enjoy being a single but there's a moment that I I I don't want to lie that I thought this moment that I was like man I just by myself you know but uh, but it's because there's a lot of friends surrounding me and uh, and I think that's all the sadness, between sadness and uh, the joy, I think I got more joy being a single pastor. Okay, all right. Yeah, whoa. Married guys and girls, sometimes being singles, I remember when I was a single and, and I was, went over to my friend Tony's house. Tony had three kids uh, and I used to go over there around five o'clock in the afternoon just so I could get dinner because they cook good dinner. Um, but I went in, and after I left, I said, man, I want to stay single for a while because, man, 
three kids and the house was crazy. So what, what are the advantages that you see? Any other advantage you see being a single? Your, eat, your eating a budget cuts down like... As a, as a guy, when I was dating, my restaurant budget is just way over like... Now, God, I can order all you can eat, dude, every week. I love it. Okay, so ladies, when, when, when you go out on a date, do you think that the guy should pay? I think, I think, yeah, yeah. Do you expect, Claudia, you expect the guy to pay? Of course. Oh, you expect him to pay yes. everything for you, yes. Claudia. Everything. I, I know her story. Is this why we didn't work? <laughs> hey! I, I think in the beginning. Nothing, oh. there was nothing, there was nothing. <laughs> What? Look, I, I think in the beginning, I'm a bit of a traditionalist, so I do believe in chivalry, but it doesn't mean I'd order lobster on the first date. But I think as the relationship progresses, I think it's to be negotiated. I've been in kind of both types of experiences. Okay. For me, it depends on the situation or context, but if he pays, then I think it's part of his sincerity. Oh, okay. Guys, single men, take note, take note, take note. <laughs> I know that uh, like most, a lot of the, uh, I'm sure a lot of the singles are kind of right now disappointed at this construction here at the Simpansior because at night there's tons and tons of uh, couples over there. Have you ever noticed that? No one's ever noticed that. Because it's free You've of charge. You've never service. noticed that? It's a real cheap date, I guess, but it's good. It works. Hey, if the girl's happy, everybody's happy, right? Anyways, what am I talking about? I don't know. Okay, we're just having some fun. All right, all right, all right. Well, let's get serious. So, but there are advantages, right, to being single. You can do what you want. Uh, do it when you want it. Uh, your budget kind of is you. Although your budget's high because you spend a lot of money on clothes. I know you do. All right. Now let's get like into some stuff, yeah? What, what, what do you see as like as, as singles? What are some of the, the challenges that you face like in society and culture and church and families? This is where I, I want to stay on this for a while. Uh, Claudia, you want to try to touch yeah, I want to. I want to try. Um, I want to say my challenges would be in society. Um, okay, let me let me say this. I think I have this kind of thinking. I think I have a different kind of thinking than most of the people. Since I was in high school, I always think that I don't want to let my life be dictated by what society tell me. For example. You have to reach a certain degree. You have to study until a certain level, and then you have to get married at this. After you graduate, oh, you get, you have to get a work, and then get married at a certain age, and then have a kid, and then um, um, educate your 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 kids to go to school, and then marry them away, and then die. For me, life should be more than that. Amen. That's right. I agree. And um, that's, but the challenge is it's very, very hard in society. I remember when I turned 30, um, everybody in the, we, we have dinner with all of my friends, guys and girls. And then they say, oh, we, we have some new friends. Oh, how old are you? How old are you? And everybody is asking age. And then I said, oh, I'm 30. And then my friend, which is a guy friend, he said, oh, I'm also, I'm 31, but then I'm a man, you know? Men is aging like a fine wine, whereas women, once you hit 30, you are expired. Yeah, I mean, that's the kind of uh, comments that we get from society. That's why I feel like if you don't have anything good to say, you better be silent. 
And yeah, it's, it's very heartbreaking for me. I mean, um, the way people think is so shallow, uh, they can't even see. A lot of people, um, society, this is, this is why, society try to shape your thinking and your mind and your Amen. perspective, that's right. right? That's right. And they always think, they always make you think that marriage is your life goal. What else should you do? What else you should do, you know? That's good. Other than getting married. And for me, it's, yeah, shallow. Yeah, that's good. And yeah. I think life is just more than that. And especially if you're a woman, it's harder because they say, oh, you have a biological clock. If you want to have a kid, it's impossible. Once you hit 30 and menopause, you, you know, no chance, no chance. You're, like they said, expired. But I said that we're lucky enough, we, we know God. We live in a Christian culture. No, no, I wouldn't say Christian. Bible. Okay, and then the Bible said that Sarah has uh, had a first son which is Isaac, when, I don't know, she's like 90 or 100? Yeah, 90. 90, yeah. And then for me, it's not just a fairy tale. It's the truth. Whatever Bible said, it's yes and amen. And amen. so whatever age you are, if you believe in God, then you still can have a baby. Amen. Amen. Good word. Stay ahead of us, Yeah. I think the, the challenge is being single is actually the... I think the strongest is from the outside, like from the, from the society, from the family, from the church. Like, um, I think from the inside, I think if we know uh, the word of God, we know the truth, I think we're strong enough, we, we actually, we confidence enough. But the thing is, like, in the society, something, sometimes, you know, the people think that when you're single, that you are uh, unworthy of love uh, unless you're dating. Or there's or something wrong with Nothing you. wrong, yes. And... Uh, and, but you know, if you are single, it doesn't mean that you don't deserve love or you are unlovable. Uh, but you know, like God loves us so much, like, you know, no matter what is your background, what is your status, if you are single, if you are married, if you are divorced, God loves us. But thank God that I, when I uh, go through in my journey, uh, when I was 20s, like the most of, you know, like the people like, oh, this is the moment that we dating with somebody who do have a girlfriend or boyfriend. But at that time, I was on fire in the Lord. I was serving the Lord. And the moment that I was like, and everybody have dating with, with, with you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, I was like, I'm enjoying with the Lord. i okay with it. And then after that, uh, my transition, like from Indonesia, I moved to America. That my transition, I have a new friend. I have a, a lot of things that I do. But when I remember all of this, the thing is, because I knew the truth, because like Claudia said, we get a lot of uh, something that in, in our mindset, in the society, about something, all the lies. The devil try and put all the lies in our mind, like, oh, you have to get married, you have to have a kid, that's just like the goal. But that's not the goal, you know, but everyone has their own goal. But what I believe is like, when I walk with the Lord, as long as God is in me, I'm full, that's that's nothing else. I don't need anything. Amen. I feel like I just need him. Amen. But it's like all the marriage, the kid is all compliments. That's all blessing. But I don't against the marriage. But I just feel like if you're being single, if everybody here being single, don't worry. You know, because you have your destiny. Have God has a plan for each every one of us. Amen. Good work. Yeah. Good work. Hey, you know, uh, I, I don't know if you know this, and, I, and I'm I'm turning to the because I think you guys know this. I know we talked about this the other night. Um, in the Bible, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 7 says, uh, it, Paul uh, tells people it's better to stay unmarried. Paul, Paul actually says that. 
It's better to remain unmarried. I have a, a question, just a raise of a hand question, and you could be as honest as, 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 as you want. So, like, how many here, uh, their family has pressuring them, uh, you know, and sees them pressuring them to, to be married? Raise your hand. Oh, you, Aldo, you want to say something? Sometimes, oh. yes. You, yeah, it's from my family. Uh, unfortunately, that, uh, yeah, it's true that the society maybe shaped them and then, uh, like, shaping that generation to believe that, yeah, everyone should be married. And then it comes to the family, so I am, like, the only guy in, in my uh, family. Like, uh, I have uh, sisters, three sisters, actually, and I'm the only guy. And then uh, my older sister already married, and then my younger sister, one of the... My younger sister is already married, too. And sometimes my mom, because of their friends, they put the pressure on us, like, uh, okay... Uh, they call me. Uh, she call me Sinyo. Nyo, Nyo, When is your? Uh, when? When are you getting married? Like, uh, why? That's the truth. And and sometimes it's not only from my mom, but also came from my sister. So yeah, it is. Yeah. And how does that make you feel when they do that? Well, since I know the truth, I feel content. It's true. And I'm busy with anything that I I doing right now. Even it's a uh, work business also uh, surfing and everything I don't think it's really matters for me and and I know that God will uh, have their time because uh, when when my mom said like okay you are already 30 now and what's your plan and everything but then I said that yeah uh, the the best age to be married is not number but when you find the right people it's good um, okay so raise your hand if you've been pressured by your parents uh, to like you know like over pressured you know to get married raise your hand if it's you you're the only one that's been pressured Aldo raise your hand if you've been pressured by your parents to get married at one time not every time just like out of love like they ask dude generally you generally pressured generally pressured Maybe from my sister, but not my parents. They're okay. more liberal. They're okay. cool. Cool oh, yeah. parents. What about, cool what, about what, uh, what about society in general? You feel pressure from society in general to be married? Yeah. yeah raise your hand if that's the case. Mm, okay. Yeah. What about church? Ooh. Uh, church people. I, I hate to say it. I don't like that word, but for lack of better words, how many feel pressured from church uh, generally? Raise your hand if you feel pressured from... <laughs> The church to get married. You can be honest. Seriously. I think Natalie it's can okay. answer this one. Not here, but in my previous church, um, there was a common opinion that women should be married, should have family. But I kind of disagree with that. That's not the reason why I moved to ICC, but that's just one of the reasons. It's more about the teaching <laughs> rather than the people. But also in ICC, let me share you like yes. a story. Once I went up for a prayer for my uh, sickness. At the time, I think I felt sick. And then the prayer team prayed for me. Blah, 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 blah. Amen, amen. And then when I wanted to went back to my, church, uh, to my chair, she, she said this. Wait, Natalie, you're not married yet, right? Uh, yes. And then suddenly... She put her hand on top of my head and said, Lord Jesus, I pray blessings for her future husband. And the whole church listened to that. 
I didn't even ask. I asked for the healing for sickness, not from singleness. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think that's that's a thing that we need to change. Like the perception of single is being single is like it's like having a curse, you know. There's a curse of singleness that needs to be broken in the name of Jesus. No, it is not. So, you know, By we need way, to change it's that. been three years after that prayer and I'm still single. Yeah. So. <laughs> you know, uh, they say uh, like they say that the, the children's uh, workers, the people who do the kids, uh, they know everything about uh, the parents because the parents, the kids always tell the, the, the teacher what the parents are doing. Now, the reason I asked you, uh, so I'm going to ask you more specifically, please be honest. Um, do people in ICC, do the congregation ICC, IFGF, pressure you in that way? Raise your hand if you think so. Okay. Good. I was just checking up. I'm checking up. I want to find out. Because I don't think I do. do I don't think I do. Uh, we try not. I, I actually do that purposely because I do believe that God has you where you're at. The Bible's clear. Wherever you are, serve Him with all your might. It doesn't say you have to change. It's a, it actually doesn't even. It says don't even try to change. Yeah. Don't worry. That's a don. I yeah. feel like there's um, there's just a culture um, in Indonesia. It's called basa basi. You know, that's what we need to change. The basa basi. I I mentioned small it. Talk, small, basa, talk. small talk. Small talk. You know, all the aunties and uncles, they all mean well. They all mean very well. It'll be like, you know, Oh, Claudia, Arnold, when, do you, uh, when are you getting married? Oh, like, it's, it's just a small talk that, 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 that these people make. But I believe, like, they, they only mean well. It's just they don't know what to yeah. say. Okay. You know, so. That's a very nice way of saying yeah. it. Thank you, Arnold. Yeah. I like yeah. that. And speaking of Arnold, I'm going to ask you a direct question. Do you believe that God calls people to be single? giving me that question because you believe I just, you're not there so I'm going to just nail you alright um, you mentioned it I actually like the word um, better um, when Paul mentioned it in Corinthians that um, there's a gift of, of singleness you know that actually Paul was wishing that everyone else was single the way he was I was like dude if you're single don't ask everyone to be single like you you're just so selfish right um, but like you know, there's a meaning that when you're single and then when you're called to ministry, um, Paul said, like, your attention is undivided. So you have your time, you have your energy, you have your resources. Everything is focused uh, for the Lord, you know. Do I believe that God destined people to be single forever? I don't know. I would destined is destined. a heavy word, yeah, by the heavy way. Word, I, okay, I believe that God has made us, all of us, entirely different. Like, I am different than Claudia. Claudia is different than Pastor Don. We're all unique. Um, and I've met all kind of people in my life. I met this one guy. Um, he's around his 30s. And then I asked him, like, you know, dude, you're not thinking of getting married? And then he said, he said, he said to me, I remember, I just cannot think of myself spending my life with someone, you know, like um, with a partner. I was like, why? I don't know, it's just the way I, I'm wired, you know. I, I have a lot of friends, I'm okay with being alone, you know. On the other hand, I have a friend. She cannot stay single for more than two weeks. Like literally, she broke up this morning. Tomorrow, she's back on Tinder. 
the next few days she's back dating someone and the next week she had a boyfriend and then I asked her why like and as I said I just don't like being alone you know I just love having a boyfriend and all that so looking at this two different people like God has made them differently some actually were longing for a companion some are okay with it you know like Claudia said you know she's been single I don't know how long you've been single but she has a lot of friends she has a lot of uh, family I have a lot of friends I have a lot of uh, like you know family members and it feels all right like you know I don't feel that um, like force like getting married getting married getting married you know so good good yeah so so it's a choice and I believe that God gives us the freedom um, to choose and to you know all right I'm gonna ask a question and I I just want like just let people answer let's not uh, put our own opinions here I just very interested in this so you know I know everyone has differing opinions on certain subjects dating apps you mentioned one how many here use dating apps raise your hand if you use dating app okay all right uh, all right uh, if, I'll, I'll start with the do nots no uh, why, why don't you use a dating app does it matter I mean I, it doesn't matter I'm just asking all right um, I don't know I've never tried that's like for the simple reason yeah yeah I just never tried okay. you, you, yeah swipe left swipe right <laughs> how it works just I tried I'm to just install, joking. I'm joking. I tried to install Tinder for a week, but then after that, I didn't really use it, so I just didn't. Yeah. Use it. All right. No, Jess has an answer, so I'm going to Jess because she hasn't said much. You use an app, okay? Yeah, How do you feel app. about it? What, to talk about it. It's okay. Don't it's worry. It's tough, man. It's tough. tough. Yeah. <laughs> it's tough. Yeah. Did um, you watch the Tinder Swindler? Boy, that's yes, a scary. Yes. Yes. I did. Oh, oh my god. Freaky. Yeah. Freaky. That's, Anyways, that's go ahead. Insane. Um, I had. I've had good apps and bad apps, so I found Tinder really tough in Bali. I don't know if it's just uh, being my age, but, you know, and no offense to the guys, but I'm swiping and I'm like, if I, if I spot a guy that's appropriate age, wearing a t-shirt, does more than surf and crossfit, I'm like, yes, winning. Like, you know, it, it's tough. It's like I'm doing a lot of swiping. I'm like, I'm getting couple tunnel, you know? Just, and it's, it's, that wasn't a great experience, but there are other ones out there, so... Yeah, I think you need you need a bit of a thick skin. Aldo, you use it. What you said, so yeah. Okay, I I've tried many of dating apps actually. <laughs> yeah, that's the truth. We have Tinder, we have a uh, coffee mat bagels, we have like a Bumble or even like a Tantan maybe in Indonesia too. Like I I've tried all of them. Like mostly I try to use it because uh, sometimes I need. Uh, more friends like when when my my expand your surrounding yeah, yeah like like uh, all of my friends usually they uh, got busy with the, their work or sometimes and and our time is not match so I'm, I'm thinking to find the match in the apps yeah. so yeah I, I'm trying to swipe to the right to the left and everything <laughs> and yeah uh, sometimes uh, I feel like I'm too picky as well so uh, sometimes I don't meet someone that really match because I didn't like uh, chat too long in, in the apps and also the chat I prefer to meet uh, directly with her and 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 we have a you know a talk maybe deep talk like uh, uh, people knows now like yeah usually we uh, I'm digging from there and and find like okay uh, this could be work or not right. like that that's good yeah but yeah because I believe that Actually, the real relation cannot be built uh, from chat only through the apps. 
and I I I prefer to meet directly and yeah yeah you meet someone can instance but you build relationship cannot be instant. Yeah, it's good. You gonna say something? Yeah. The other thing I was gonna say it's time because you know you run a business. I work six days a week and where, where am I going to meet them like in the club you know I don't go clubbing anymore so it's it's hard to meet someone with similar interests similar life goals yeah it's actually yeah it's a it's, it's a new way it's different but you know I think if you're careful with it it can it can work if you want to uh, so uh, got, I'm going to jump I'm going to the next subject I don't want to miss everything alright uh, sex how many here believe uh, it's okay believe it's okay to have sex before marriage. Do you believe that? If you believe that, everyone close their eyes. <laughs> Raise your hand if you believe Ooh, sex before marriage sex. is okay. I, I think you all know, I, I know, because we talked about this, I know that none of you believe sex before marriage is, is what God desires, yeah? Right? Uh, but uh, pressure, there's some pressure there, yeah? From society and stuff, let's be honest, right? Yes. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Uh, and, you know, um, and I'm going to actually ask Jessica another question. I don't mean to put it, not that these subjects are a bit related, but not too much. Um, I know that Jess is, how, how long have you been a, a Christian now? Over a year. When was, when was it? I think it was a little last, less than a year ago. Fe- yeah? February last year or the year before? Yeah, was, maybe it was February, yeah. And it was February. About a year ago. I really was blessed when you, uh, the way you came to Jesus was really a blessing. Um, and so, you know, obviously that's only a year ago. And so, you know, you dated before and you dated after. How, how is all of that fitting in? Like, did you lose joy? Did you gain joy? Was it, how, how is, yeah, am I putting you on the spot here? Yes. Yeah. Through the short straw. <laughs> um, it's kind of like trying on a new identity. So I think, you know, some things that used to make sense and then, uh, now it's, it's it's I don't know like maybe changing a fashion or a style you know it's like I've had some items of clothing uh, that I swear now put them on I'm like it doesn't it doesn't fit right it doesn't feel good it doesn't feel like who I am and that's probably the best analogy that I can mm. give so now that you've uh, kind of uh, you know you're living your life as a Christian you, you want to really hold to those standards yeah right so how did how when you, when you look at sex how did it how did it like screw things up? I mean, how do you see now, like uh, sex before marriage? Uh, now, how do you kind of see that? How does that fit in? If you don't mind me asking, yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah. yeah I know that you're brave. <laughs> um, so I kind of had a lot of sex before, uh, having dated non-biblically for most of my life. When I then being Christian, I thought it'd be something like that I that I struggled with. You know, even I think speaking amongst Christians, the idea of it, like you wouldn't rent or buy a car without without trying it. I won't buy an item of clothing without trying it. I can't even pick durian without tasting it. How can I commit, you know, to to that? And um, sorry. Um, Did you guys hear that? Right. I think you have to say it again. You got to put that mic right up. Okay. So. It's like people say, you know, would you would you rent or buy a car without having tests written it? You know, you wouldn't go to the uh, to the store and buy clothes without having tried it. You know, I, I can't even commit to which durian I want to buy without tasting it. So when I was, you know, 
uh, considering that, I thought it would be something I really would struggle with. And he's like, Jesus, are you sure? Are you sure in this case? And, uh, you know, and I remember I, can, I asked you about that, Pastor Don, and the advice that you gave me when it came to sex and dating was the analogy about the orchestra, you know, tuning for an orchestra. And I remember when you shared that story uh, with me, you said, you know, when, when they're tuning and preparing for an orchestra, you tune the, the smaller instruments first, you know, the, the windpipes, and then you bring in the larger instruments uh, that go in the back row. The reason why you do that is if you do it the other way around, you, the larger instruments will overpower the smaller ones and you won't be able to hear it. And that really resonated with me and that's, that's so true because that's how I've done relationship and dating most of my life and it hasn't worked because the drums and the beat, you know, the bass always sounds good. But then in relationship, it's like, I'm feeling disconnected. I'm not hearing what God wants for me. And I can't hear and feel the alarm bells. You know, sex doesn't become that thing of intimacy that God had intended. You know, I'm not experiencing that spiritual connection as it were intended to be in marriage. Uh, so when I, came, when I saw it that way, I'm like, you know what? I feel like I've already tried it my way for over 30 years and um, uh, I'm open to, and I trust like God's plan for me. Thank you for being brave, brave. Anyone else want to try that one? <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Here, I know what to do, I know what to do. No. <laughs> Spin the bottle, no, no. She said pretty much what it needs to be said. Yeah. That's, that's a great analogy, like, you know, because when you put that sex first, like it, 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 like it numbs all your senses. It numbs all your senses. It numbs all your um, ability to decide something for you and for your partner. So, like, how many here believe in soulmates? Only one. <laughs> Only one. You're, you're, it's okay. I'm just asking. Uh, Aldo, you, I mean, Aldo, uh, Arnold, you, you, you're putting your mic right up to your mouth. So. No, it's always been like this. <laughs> oh, that's what you're just, uh, MC in you, yeah? Yeah. The MC in you. Uh, uh, Aldo, uh, uh, Natalie, go ahead, you're going for it. No, I just uh, remember a phrase, one of my friends said this to me a couple of years ago. She said that love is not one-dimensional. You feel love when you connect with someone in the different ways so it's not just physically it can be emotionally it can be spiritually so if we focus on getting love physically then it will overpower the other senses so I think the definition of love should be like a wholesome definition that's just what I think it's good it's good yeah uh, you know um, from God's point of view you can always say yeah he already knows who you're going to marry or be with so I mean you could say that soulmate but from our point of view, I think, you know, we don't know. Like, you know, you you're saying it before, yeah. This one, this one, I don't know, you know. Uh, do you want to share some more? Yeah, since you got the, okay, you're, yeah, you're done. You're done sharing with that. Am I the only romantic that believes in soulmates? Yeah, well, it's okay. It's okay. How many here uh, believe in soulmates? Raise your hand if you believe in soulmates. Raise your hand. There's one, two, three. Okay, not too many. Yeah, not too many. Interesting. Yeah. I think just... If I could just say something from uh, a different point of view. Uh, when you get married, when you say, I do, uh, now you should become soulmates. You should.
should become my wife as my soulmate, definitely. Uh, and, you know, that's the way it works. Um, okay, so, oh, I got to go back to my questions or we're going to be in trouble. Um, I got another question that's not on the books. You know, you, you seem all very pretty content being single, and, and I love the reasons. I think it's excellent. Um, how many here have been like, how do you recover from a, a hurt relationship? How, I'm sure some of you have had difficulties in recovery, uh, and so maybe you want to share. I guess I'll ask Steve this question, yeah? Sure. Um, <clears throat> it is a tough question, Pastor. It's a tough question. Yeah, yeah. It is a tough yeah. question. But you know, um, I think the people here, all the singles, some of you guys maybe have that experience like when you have like the moment that you got pain. Um, I actually found when there is a moment when you, something like pain in your life is, through my experience is, I just come to God. Something is like seems like it's like so spiritual, but this is what I've been through, and uh, I found when I was in God's presence, I think all the pain it goes away because God's the one who heals me. And I think if this has happened to to you guys, maybe you've been through that situation, maybe you had a relationship before and then you get hurt and you feel like oh you got trauma or something but I always say in the beginning like all everything when you are in God when you contain with the Lord I think that even the pain that God will heal it and then and and I, I didn't feel that the pain anymore you know I didn't get trauma anymore you know because I know God can heal completely and the key is just be close to God because God knows what is your situation. I think that's all. Awesome. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Anyone else want to share a thought deck? All right, Al uh, Aldo. I'm sorry. I call everyone the wrong name. Forgive me. Um, Arnold Aldo. So that's why it's I not call hard. with my daughters, Rachel and Renee, I just call them Renachel and then I'm, oh, I, I don't miss. Uh, anyways. How do, I, how do we move on? Or yeah, how do we... Uh, yeah. Well, I have a breakup playlist. Consists of Adele songs and those songs and all that. You, I just, oh, you have a breakup playlist? I have a breakup playlist. <laughs> <laughs> just play that songs over and over again and cry your heart out. And um, um, for me, because I, I feel a little bit late because um, I have this delayed, delayed kind of response. So like, you know, if I... I read somewhere like, you know, for guys, actually, guys feel sad later than the girls. Yeah. The girls feel sad right now. The guys can be like, I am free, you know, and three months later, they're like, oh, I'm going to die. You know? <laughs> like, guys, right? That's what happened to me. I'm like, you know, um, so, so I have it ready, <laughs> the playlist and, <laughs> and the movies and all that. And for me, what I find helpful was I was just trying to be real with me and my feelings. And I put it before God. I'm like, Jesus, my heart is so heartbroken. Like, I am so sad. Why did she, why is she like that? Like, just be honest with God. I love the Psalm because David's Psalms are very honest. You know, he can say like, I am like, whoa, I am like, you know, no. So just be honest in front of God and then let, 
let him heal you through a lot of things that you have in life families your friends good food good music and all that so let's just walk friends walk friends do help friends actually help yeah. Alvin, were you gonna say something no i do agree with with arnold too like uh that's why it's important to have like uh your friendship circle it's in the right uh right things like this they always talk uh something about god or something that empower you every time to your business to your relationship and everything because if you don't have it sometimes uh as you know sometimes we we don't like to say anything to god too but uh through our friends they can help us to get out that's of good it's good i think it's also good if we have we are in the community I think we are like like this, like in the church. Like you know that, you know when you've been through all the problem, you can go to the somebody. Maybe that's somebody that is more spiritual than you, or your leaders, or your mentor. That you can speak, you can pour out. Sometimes you know maybe you don't want to like pour out to God. Some people are, I don't want to pour out to God. You know, I just like lazy. But you know when you if you in the community, I think this is a perfect for you in any situation. If you've been through the situation, like you. Just broke up. You have to know. You can pick somebody that you trust and you can share. That's the good thing that you are in this community, in this family. Yeah. All right. Well, last question. So I'm gonna. That's my hint over there. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna give each one of you. You get one minute, or one and a half minutes, maybe. To what would you say to the church, to others, to singles, to parents? You can pick any subject there. What would you say to them that would help uh, us to love you better? And when I say you, I mean singles. How, how, yeah. So we'll go. If you want to start, I can go this way. Are we okay? Going okay, this way? sure, Pastor. Okay. Um, being single is a gift. So if you still single, enjoy the moment, your moment of being single. And knowing yourself, and also like this is the moment that you can uh, networking with people, Amen. and also this is the moment for you to you know to see yourself what I need to fix, what I need to prepare, and also never see, never ever see somebody's life, because you know everyone have their own uh, of their own life that God has already planned for each every one of us. Like in the Jeremiah 29, verse 11, God has already planned for us and the bright future is not to harm us. So trust this one. And then also, if we're being single, I think we have to be content in the Lord. Because you know, if you're not, you're gonna, there is emptiness. There is emptiness. There is hole in our life that no one can fill that. Ooh. Only God, only the Holy Spirit oh, that can fill that hole. And... Um, and this is what I always like remind myself and in the moment when I feel down, I say, God, I know that you got me, you with me. So for the single people, don't worry about people's life because, you know, you have your own life that God already prepared for you. And also keep praying. Cool. <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> and, you know, keep praying, you know, you know, intimate with the Lord. With, uh, some people, they have destiny like, like uh, Arnold say, like Paul and everybody. Like they, they are being single in their life. But some people, they, you have to wait the God's time. Sometimes we wait the God's time and sometimes it's too long, desperate, you know. But when the time has come, you will enjoy it and you see how God works in your life. Yeah, good work, good work. Natalie? 
Yeah, for me, I have two pieces of advice. First is to my fellow single ladies and gentlemen. I think we should change our perspective and the question we ask to God. Because usually we ask God, God, when will I get married? God, who will I get married to? Maybe it's good that if you want to consider asking this question to God, God, what can I do now? Woo. Instead of asking Amen. something that's, good. That's, good. that's unsure or uncertain. So if we focus on what can I do now, then being single or being married or whatever your status is, it doesn't matter because you're going to focus on what you can do for God and for being a blessing. So that's my advice for my fellow single ladies and gentlemen. And for non-single ladies and gentlemen, singles are also human. So we do have feeling, people. <laughs> That's so good. That's good. That's good. Instead of trying to uh, conceal your concern in a small talk, why don't we start building empathy by trying to to really care and to show that you care. For example, instead of asking, when will you get married? Where is your boyfriend? You can ask them, are you okay? Are you really well? Uh, and by doing that, you know, you've been there before. Don't ask single people about when will we get married to put extra pressure on us just because you want us to suffer together with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, but uh, on a serious note, I think it's better to build em empathy uh, and to try appreciate our own seasons in life. That's, good. That's, That's it. Good. Very good. Very good. Okay. Uh, I think they already mentioned all of them. Uh, I don't have anything to say, but yeah, it's true that uh, for uh, singles that uh, we need to get busy with something that uh, can make us more content. Like we can open like our perspective to everyone, uh, make friends with anyone, and uh, make them as your networking. It might be good for your business too. Like uh, and yeah, I think for the singles itu, and then for the uh, marriage people, yeah, it's better to ask what you really need, or rather than you put pressure on us because uh, uh, I mean like everyone will be prefer to get the honest answer rather than we uh, made up the you know some reason like okay i'm not ready for this for this for this maybe i should just add and say you're not helping them if you start suggesting people either so <laughs> how about so and so what about him oh he she's nice <laughs> we know what we want <laughs> that's it um, so my advice is just to singles. So I just wanted to leave off with Song of Solomon 8, 14. I charge you, O daughters of Jerusalem, do not stir up nor awaken love until he pleases. Do not stir up nor awaken love until he pleases. This one really uh, resonated with me because I felt like what God was saying to me, it's like, be patient. But in your time of being patient, you have work to do in the Ooh. waiting room. You know, you don't go to the gym once and be like, okay, I'm just going to meet the man or woman of my dreams. You constantly go there and work out. So for me, I feel like God's saying the work is learn to love, learn to love on other people, wow. even if you don't have that significant other. Because if you're not filled up with love, like two halves don't make a whole, you can't give to your significant other 
what you don't already have. So this is an opportunity to get close to God and fill up your own cup and take joy and have fun in that process and uh, trust God because the time will come. That's really good. For me, uh, I would say if you're single, it's better for you to focus on yourself, like um, paying attention, like getting to know yourself, especially if you're still young, because young people are still like questioning who am I, where should I go, what should I do, how to be success, you know. Um, So figure it out with God and then don't listen just to society or a certain family or a certain friends, even the one that you look up to. But find, figure it out, like especially in the Bible. And I personally think because since it's so easy to get carried away with the stream, yeah. And I feel like that we're we're as a Jesus followers, we have to swim against the stream. Right. So yeah, find your identity in God because it's so easy to feel down and just oh, everybody is having a couple, everybody already have kids, everybody da da da, you know, and then you're alone, okay? But if you know your worth, uh, which is in God, yeah, and I'm so, uh, we are so blessed because, because our worth lies in the unchanging God. Ooh, so, amen. yeah, and then wow. also <laughs> learn to be happy. But, but the happiness that the world say is like, oh, I am happy if this getting better. I am happy if my um, career goes well. I am happy if I have a couple, uh, a partner. But then uh, you need to understand, you need to work that joy comes from within, right. which is your relationship uh, with God. So whatever happens uh, around you, you will be happy no matter what. That's really good. That's really good. Arnold? Well, they're taking up all the answer, guys. I have nothing left to say. I'm just going to ask. I can see this many single in this church, right? What about... I'm proposing this to Pastor Don. We make a single mingle event night. How many will come? Agreed. Nobody will come? Yeah, but we're going to actually, we're actually planning that and we're actually going to have other churches come. So we're going to have multiple churches. Planning, planning was for the Valentine's Day for speed dating, but Pastor Don was so against it, guys. No, no, no. No, see, the thing is, I want the singles to do it. Don't make me do it. You do it. Let me pray a prayer over everyone. Lord, we, Lord, I pray a special blessing over the singles here today. Father, I pray, Lord God, that the advice that they heard, Lord, to uh, get close to you, to understand who they are, to understand their value and their significance in life. Father, to look at the things that they can do, not at the things that they don't have. Lord, every one of us, Lord, I pray that we would look at the things that we have and not the things that we don't have. Lord, we look at the things, I pray we look at the things that we can do, not at the things that we can't do. Father, you didn't give those things to us because, Lord, you said we don't need them right now. So, Lord, we trust that. So, Lord, bless your people, Lord God. Cause your face to shine upon them. Be gracious to them, Lord God. Lord, in everything, confirm your covenant of grace with them, Lord God. And, Father, give them in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. 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 You are my life, my life.